Hey guys, what's happening? This is Larry Roberts from Accidentally The Whole Tip. It's the podcast that gives you more than just the tip right here on the BS Podcast Network. It's called The Bad Dream. Ooh, that fucking happens. This fucking guy. He sounds too blue to fly. The midnight train is flying low. I'm so lonesome I could cry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dropping Loads. Today, it's just me, Pouch, alone once again. Um, shit happened. It's hard to explain. No, it's not that hard to explain, but we just couldn't get it together this week. Um, I really needed to record uh, today. Today is Monday, 4th of July, uh, 2016, if you need to know. Um, but everybody was busy, of course. Everybody wants to celebrate with their family, and because my family is not that super uh, tight or enthusiastic about these type of holidays, I didn't have anything to do. And tomorrow, I'm help- I'm doing something to celebrate Paco's birthday so even though her, her birthday is a week after so um you know i can't record tomorrow either so here i am alone once again not a big fan of doing this alone but i really really want to get an episode out and just keep the consistency going like i always do so here we are me alone and i have a bunch of shit today simply because I need material to talk about. I hate talking by myself, so there's a lot of random shit that's just a a fucking hodgepodge of bullshit that I've got planned for you. Like I said, simply to pass the time because it's not easy carrying on a conversation by yourself and looking at a fucking laptop screen. It's not easy at all. Uh, So for starters, um, I I don't know if anybody reads the descriptions. Oh, not the descriptions per se, but the actual um, blog entries or whatever you want to call it on the Dropping Loads page or the Podbean or whatever, but I always put a little blurb there just to give some sort of um, update, I guess, to what's happening with us or what happened in the episode, whatever the case may be. I don't want to leave it completely empty. I just want to, you know, talk and, you know, try to foster a conversation that nobody wants to participate in. Um, and things were a little tense. Uh, if you li- if you go back to episodes like 140 to 143, you'll know... Or 142, I'm sorry, 140 to 142, you'll notice that, like, I... We, Milky and I were constantly getting into arguments, me being mostly the aggressor because Milky doesn't really get angry too often, um, and I was kind of snapping and blowing up at him, there was a few parts that I had to cut because I was simply being a fucking dickhead, and uh, for the most part, like, we have not been getting along very much, um, I'll try to keep this vague because I don't know how much he wants me to reveal, uh, but we were getting along very well for a bit, and I like to blame myself because I get angry for a lot of stupid shit and i take things personally way too much so um i was really getting annoyed by him for a relatively extended period of time but i managed to keep it off the podcast i managed to keep it on the wraps and i I generally know how to conduct myself for the most part on the podcast but i don't know something was bugging me the last few uh weeks and it was spilling over onto the podcast and it was kind of endangering our work relationship which sucks because i love the podcast so fucking much and i don't want to give it up so i mean it you know we we worked it out and it was also endangering our friendship as well 
Um, so we had to work it out. He confronted me because I was in fact being a dickhead and we talked it out. I apologize. He apologized. So now we're, we're, you know, we're, we're cool again. At least I hope we are. I'm cool with him at least. So it was, it was a little weird. It was a little weird. Um, I'd rather not get into the specifics of it. You, if you want to ask me in private, um, on Twitter, you can, or, um, on, or those of you are listeners who are friends with me on Facebook, you can, but otherwise, um, and I'd rather not get into it specifics. I, again, I like to blame myself. I was being a real asshole. It was just some things that he was doing that was really bugging me, I guess you could say, but I really don't, I really don't blame him for much of it. I just don't know how to, I don't know how to handle my emotions sometimes. It's just the way it is. I'm kind of an, uh, kind of a dickhead sometimes, but you know, on to other news. Let's see. What do I have planned for you today? There was something that was really bugging me. Like, uh, there's a really popular YouTube series on, on, uh, um, on the internet, YouTube, what the fuck I'm saying, uh, it's called Epic Rap Battles of History, uh, recently I just started becoming a fan of it, I mean, I'm not a big fan of rap, I, I'm not, but I, I just like, uh, I'm mostly into rock and metal and shit like that, classic rock and metal, so it wasn't something that was on my radar until I just happened to watch it, and it was very, very entertaining, because generally speaking, the beats are interesting, the visuals are funny, and, uh, the lyrics usually, like if they actually go for historical figure of some kind, are relatively educational. You know, they do a bit of research and they're clever in the way they write the lyrics. You know, they'll incorporate something that's very, very like deep cuts. I guess you can say it's very, very obscure knowledge of the of the character they're portraying, and they manage to like cleverly, see, seamlessly enter it into a rap battle. And the only way you'd know is either you have prior knowledge to it or you just happen to fucking research it. You know, so. So I, you know, I always thought they were pretty darn clever, and um, so they're very entertaining. So I got into it recently, and I've watched most of the episodes. I really, really like the series. I think last week they released a new one, which was with the weirdest fucking matchup. It was Bruce Banner, the Hulk, and Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner now. And I was like, okay, this is a weird fucking, weird fucking matchup. But, you know, because I like what they do, I decided to watch it. At first, I was like, this is kind of crappy. And then I kept constantly rewatching it. And I started, noticing, you know, I started admiring, like, various things about it. I love the way it's shot. Like, as time goes on, the, the director, his name is Nice Peter. He's, uh, well, on, on YouTube, he's Nice Peter. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's growing as a director because the way he moves his camera is getting, like, far, far more fascinating and shit like that. Like, there's, there's more action in his camera movements now. It's pretty fucking good. Um... But, like, I started, no aside from that, like, I started noticing more and more things that I did like, because, you know, these, for the most part, these rappers know how to flow, they flow very fucking well, and, um, and I just, I did like, uh, the guest rapper they had, it was a transgender rapper named No Shame, I believe, uh, she's pretty good, I really liked her verse, I mean, granted, the lyrics were kind of shit, because all she did was, was, for the most part, criticize Bruce Banner's clothes or the Hulk's clothes or some shit like that. I'm just like, this isn't very good. But, you know, I, it was it wasn't one of their best. But I really really liked No Shame. I thought his flow, I thought her flow. I'm sorry, I thought her flow was great. And um, you know, it was just you know average rap battle. I'm not gonna stand out. But for some other reason, got a monstrous amount of bullshit. Like everybody hated it. I think it's actually the most disliked epic rap battle like ever on their channel and i'm just like are you serious like i mean i get 
No, I don't get it. Like, I mean, granted, it's not the best epic rap battle, but for the amount of hate it received, it's pretty crazy. People were screaming about how they were going to unsubscribe, which is, you know, you're an asshole any for, anyway for doing that, because if you don't really, if you like it, if you hate it that much, just unsubscribe. They're not going to fall over trying to cater to you and beg you to come back. Just unsubscribe. Just, just do it. Stop being an asshole. First world problems. But, like, I was reading into it, and I'm just like, the comments were just, holy fuck, the amount of transphobia and prejudice is, like, the internet sucks, the internet fucking sucks, dude, I hate people, like, that just made me so fucking depressed, I'm so cynical, and I try to think, even though, even though I'm so cynical, I try to think that people are generally good, but they're not, they really aren't, like, the anonymity of the internet allowed all these motherfuckers to come out and just spew all this fucking hate, in so many words, they wanted, they kept screaming about how it has to, it has to be epic rap battles of history, being, history being the operative word, but that's not true, they've done a lot of modern figures in the past, and they've never said anything, they, they love it, they love whatever, usually whatever fucking, whatever fucking figure they use, whatever person they use, or fictional character, so, like, chill out like are you serious people are just getting angry over the dumbest shit uh, and like there are so many of the weirdest fucking matchups in their history and like for instance hitler versus darth vader like are you kidding me and these people are screaming like, it has to be about history it has to be about history and they just they play they just plainly did not like caitlin jenner and they were and they were trying to hide it behind like some sort of some terrible fucking excuses just like these closeted fucking transphobes basically they were just trying to express their hatred of this person, Caitlyn Jenner, I guess, but they they hid it behind various excuses in order to not sound like a fucking prejudiced asshole. Like simple as that. I, I don't get it. Like I just I, it sucks that there's still people out there nowadays. You know, like they're just complaining bloody murdy about random shit. Like her she she had too long of a verse. Come on, can you? Be, I can't believe it. Her verse was the longest in the entire. Who cares? Who cares? Her fucking flow was was awesome. So that's why I was like I didn't I didn't I didn't mind it. The lyrics were kind of crappy but fuck it it was it was good and it was it was danceable it was fun i mean that's just my opinion but like god if you hate it you hate it like just just hide hide your fucking transphobic bullshit like i i don't know dude like i think i feel like it's not, i'm i'm pretty sure there's no causality here but there has to be some sort of correlation uh with donald trump coming out just speaking their mind speaking his mind about about shit like this like it just gives people the courage to be who they are but then again, like I said, the anonymity of the internet really allows people to just be complete assholes and not feel bad about it. Like, it was it was just, like, jarring. Not jarring. It was just un it unnerved me. Like, it really, really bothered me. Like, hard fucking core that there are so many of these t horrible fucking people on the internet. And they, they clearly have no shame in expressing. Well, they do. They do have shame because they kept trying to hide it behind some veil of tolerance. You know, they acted as if it didn't bother them that that they had a they had a transgender uh, um, historical figure, and he is and he is a historical figure. Bruce Jenner is an Olympic gold medalist. Before she came out as transgender, he wasn't. She was an Olympic gold medalist, and she was very very fucking important in history. So you can't say she's not an important part part of history because she is. I mean, yeah, it's mo it's modern times now that she's opening up herself as a transgender, but you shouldn't be fucking disparaging her for that come on like it's i know it's a, it's a really obviously a really lively debate i remember people were complaining about how she's not brave how she's not brave because soldiers are brave and you know i i said my piece on that i think they're both brave in, in each unique way but 
I don't know, like, that just really bothered me. I felt like I needed an outlet for that, and I don't see how I could talk about that or discuss that in front of the others. Maybe in front of Paco, because Paco is very feminazi and and social justice warrior, so, yeah, I don't know. It just really bothered me. If you ever feel like just checking it out one day and seeing it, because I don't think it was that bad in the end. I think people were just complaining simply because they did not like, like, it was Caitlyn Jenner, like, it's pretty pretty bad um so if you ever want to check it out it's on youtube just search bruce banner versus bruce jenner the hulk was pretty good <laughs> they got a big ass bodybuilder to play the hulk and they paint him green just like fucking uh lou frigno so yeah there's that um so let me just get into some get a load of this only one article today because i got no one to talk to about it do 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 get a load of this ah I, I really hate doing that theme song. Um, weird shit happens all over the world, and it is reported on in the news. I like to grab it and talk about it and dissect it and have some, have a laugh uh, at, at the expense of it. So this, although I abolished a Florida man, it, yeah, granted it was in a fit of rage, but I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna go back on it. I mean, like it clearly wasn't the best segment around. It was fun for a little bit, but it clearly wasn't the best segment around, and it was always a point of contention between Milky and me. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that anymore. This guy, however, this fucking guy, although he's from Kentucky, holy shit, he did some Florida man-level bullshit today. Um, I got this on UPI.com, posted on July 1st by Daniel Gurria. This guy, this Daniel Gurria guy, he's going places. He's fucking going places. He's slowly becoming an ex-Ben Hooper with how prolific he's being on UPI.com. Anyway, so this guy in Lexington, Kentucky, I don't really know, the like, this article seems to be a little vague, but basically it looks like what happened was a man went into the Lexington location of a Chuck E. Cheese, uh, got a job application at 2 p.m., returned two hours later for the interview, and then said he wanted to rob the restaurant, and then, you know, implied that he had a gun, um... So the manager calmly told him, it seems, I don't have access to the safe. Please leave the premises. The man proceeded to apologize and cry. So, yeah, that fucking happened. Like, I I just don't get it. Like, was he rejected or something like that and proceeded to just make a fucking scene? Like, what, 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 what? could have went through his mind like I, I i don't understand what could have possibly went through his mind to be like okay oh no it was in the middle of the interview my only guess is that like he was desperate for a job felt like the thing felt like the interview was bombing and then said fuck it i'm gonna try to rob this place you know because it said it was during the interview that he said he either he announced that he was gonna rob the the whole location and then obviously said that he had a gun so my guess is that he was just extremely desperate for a job realized the interview was going very south very quickly and said oh i'm gonna get something out of this and i'm gonna fucking try to rob this chuck e cheese and you know this manager's a pretty cool bad pretty badass guy because like he it seemed like he calmly was just like I don't have access to save, please fucking leave, Din wasn't afraid, well, he probably was afraid, but, like, he, he seems like he, you know, stood up to the motherfucker, despite the fact the guy said he had a gun, um, and, you know, he fucking called his bluff, because the guy obviously was, the guy obviously apologized and started crying, like, it was pretty fucking funny, like, I don't know, it's pretty, it's dumb, but, like, you know, I, I can only try to explain it as, like, a crime of passion, uh, in the moment of desperation, he's just like, I need this money, and I need this money now, and if, the, if this guy's not gonna get me the job, and if I'm not gonna, if, if I can't the job, if I can't get the job via, via legal means, I'm gonna do it via an illegal mean, 
Um, it you know it's just that he it's too bad that he wavered and fucking started crying in the middle of a fucking uh, robbery. So now I'm looking at that's pretty funny because I wasn't intending to um I was not intending to have more than one article. But uh, along the side, when they suggest other articles on this website, I, I eventually clicked out to Kentucky.com from UPI.com. Along the side, it says that the man who attempted to rob the Chuck E. Cheese may have hit a Dollar General later on. And the story goes is that after, it seems like um, after the police responded to the Chuck E. Cheese call, uh, later at night at 10.15, uh, Dollar General called and they said they were robbed by somebody. So the, the man at Chuck E. Cheese um, was described to have been a white man that was six foot tall, weighing about 175 pounds. He had a beard and he was, wa- wa- he was wearing a gray long sleeve shirt, a baseball cap, jeans, and light colored shoes. And then Dollar General described him as a white man in his mid-twenties, about six foot tall, about 160 pounds with a goatee, wearing a red and white striped long sleeve shirt, khaki pants, tan boots, and a dark colored baseball cap. So there's a bit of, re- of a resemblance there, and it's pretty damn funny because, it, it, you know, that he failed at Chuck E. Cheese, so he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna go to Dollar General instead, but he succeeded at the Dollar General, so he's not, that's not like Florida man-ish right there, because he actually succeeded, um, I don't think he pulled out a gun, but he, he, he claimed that he had a gun again, and, uh, you know, the Dollar General employees were on the safer side, um, were more cautious about it, so they decided just to give him the money, and I guess he fled, so, yeah, that's pretty funny. This guy, I don't know, I just think it's fucking hysterical that he apologized and he cried in the middle of a, a robbery. Like, come on, that's fucking pathetic. Again, trying to come up with an explanation, my only, it's just that it seems like he was in desperate need of money. And he tried to do it legally. He tried to do it illegitimately by trying to get a job at a place he thought he could get a job at. But I guess he was bombing the interview. And you know, freaked out and said, I'm going to rob this motherfucking place because he was just that desperate for money. I don't know. Who knows? But either way, I just think it's funny that he broke down crying and apologized. That, that to me, is fucking hysterical. Um, so that's the end to get a load of this because I, you know, I couldn't, I didn't want, there was a couple really cool articles, but I'd rather leave that when I have someone to talk to about it. So, uh, do, 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 you just got a load of this. Ah, okay. I, I really, really hate doing that theme song. Okay, so let me see. What do I have left on the agenda? Last time, Paco, um, when she did her Paco's Tacos, it seems like Milky and I respond mostly to the creepypastas because they usually kind of... The ones that she picks are good because what she does is that she gets really short ones. They kind of they kind of hit you hard at the end and freak you out because it, it's all set up towards one punchline. Like, you know, it's not funny, but it's one punchline that kind of just, like instantly hits you and freaks you out you know like that's those are the greatest pre creepypastas in my opinion because you know some are too fucking long and and it's just like i guess they're trying to write a short story but like i like the creepypastas that are quick they're they're are short and quick and just leave you with a lasting impact after just a few after just a few sentences and shit like that the ones that she picks are really good like uh, that one that she had last episode was great so i was like and eh, why not? You know, like because I got nobody to talk to, why not? Why not have some creepy pauses? I'll be sure to share these with her so she doesn't bring it up uh, on her segment some other time. Um, so I guess I can call this a pouches vaginas thing. I, I I don't know. Whatever. I just thought creepy pauses are interesting. I can read it out on the air and I can react to it because they're they're creepy. <laughs> they they have that big punch that I like when well, at least the ones that I find have that big punch that I like that just like leaves you with, very, with a very lasting impression. That kind of put like you know 
sends chills down your spine and shit like that. So, you know, I guess, like, another edition of Pouches Vaginas, because, again, I got nothing else to talk about. So, yeah. Uh, this word, this first one is from creepypasta.com. is entitled Neighbors. Uh, literally, I was just looking through a tag called Micropastas because I was... Um, I wanted one of those short ones that leave with you to leave you with a gut punch that creeps you the fuck out. So, you know, it took a while to find this one, but I like this one. Um, let me read this. Rated 7.8 out of 10, so it's decent. At least I liked it a lot. This week, I moved into a new house. The house itself is lovely, with two stories, three bedrooms, two baths, and a fenced-in backyard and a big kitchen. The tree in the backyard is tall and strong and does a fine job of blocking my living room windows from the street. The water pressure is fabulous, the closets are large, and the floor and the wood floors are new. The only problem I've had so far is that my neighbors are rather loud. Our house is connected once on one side, so we share the living room, bedroom, and, and kitchen wall. I guess it's like a duplex. All day long, I can hear them banging around their kitchen, watching loud movies, talking, and their small child crying. It's a bit trying, but nothing I can't live with, I suppose. You know, if you really, really like the house, I guess you'll put up with shit like that. Now, to get directly to the thing that really concerns me, it started when I was in the shower this morning. Ooh, I wonder where this is going. <laughs> no, I know where this is going. I'm leaving that way. I usually like to have music playing while in the shower. But today I decided that I'd rather just enjoy the silence. The activity was fairly uneventful until as until as I was in the middle of washing my hair, I heard my neighbors talking from the other side of the wall. I couldn't make out what they were saying, but it sounded strange to me. It seems like they were mumbling something, whispering, and occasionally laughing quietly. But I couldn't figure out how I could hear them if they were evidently speaking quietly. As as they said that you know, as long as they're loud, he can she can hear them, or he or she can hear them. I thought they must be standing absurdly close to their side of the wall in order to be so audible in the midst of my shower. I didn't think too much of this incident until I was leaving for work an hour later. As I started to open my my car door, I turned to the house. I feel like I'd forgotten something. As I looked up at my bedroom window, I realized that the neighbor's house shares a wall on the opposite side of the house from the bathroom. On the other side of the bathroom lies my bedroom closet. See, yeah, that leaves you with a gut punch because a lot of these creepypastas can be really predictable. But this one, I did not see coming. Like, I read, like, maybe about 10 or 20 before coming finding this one. And all of them were pretty damn predictable. I knew where I was going. I did not know where this was going. This one kind of creeped me the fuck out. Because it has so many fucking, like, possibilities. Are there people living in her bedroom closet? Or are they ghosts? Are they ghosts? I don't know. What is it? You know, it's a lot of mystery, but it's definitely very fucking creepy that she heard voices, or he or she, I want it, I want it to be a girl, obviously, <laughs> that um, she heard voices coming from her, ki- her, her bedroom closet. That's freaky. I like this one. I like this one a lot. So let's move on to my next one. This one I found uh, on like a list. I, I forgot where, where which list. I think it was like Kotaku or something. A, a, a site like that. Um, one of those edgy modern sites for millennials. Uh, it was ranking like top fucking creepypastas. And this one was one of the few micropastas. And this one's very short. But again, it has that gut punch. It's pretty damn creepy. It's rated 9 out of 10 on creepypasta.com. It's called the bad dream move. So it starts off with dialogue. It's primarily dialogue. Daddy, I had a bad dream, says the little boy or little girl. You blink your eyes and pull up on your elbows. Your clock glows red in the darkness. It's 3.23 in the morning. Do you want to climb into the bed and tell me about it? The father says. No, daddy, the little boy or little girl replies back. The oddness of the situation wakes you up more fully. You can barely make out your daughter's pale form in the darkness of your room. Why not, sweetie, the father replies back. Because in my dream, 
When I told you about the dream, a thing wearing mommy's skin sat up. For a moment, you feel paralyzed. You can't take your eyes off your daughter. The covers behind you begin to shift. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. I guess as long as you have a child saying horrible shit like that, it's scary. <laughs> I mean, granted, like, the level of mystery is crazy because it could easily just be mommy, like, still be his wife and... And, she, and it could just be a dream that she had. But, like, for a moment, that makes you hesitate that it could be something wearing the skin of your wife. Yeah, it freaks you out. So, it's 9 out of 10 uh, rated on this creepypasta.com website. And I totally agree. It's very fucking scary. And the last one, I got literally searching Google short creepypasta and in these little images, uh, screen caps, I guess, of stories. Uh, this one got me this one got me a little creeped out i mean it's, it's probably the weakest of the, of the few i have uh but i really like this one it's called 3 a.m i i got this at 15 hours hyphen creepy stories dot com. so it's like it's just a tumblr website full of creepy pastas and shit like that my cousin recently moved here from holy shit secunderabad india whoa secunderabad let me spell this out for you s-e-c-u-n-d-e-r a B A D Sakunderabad. Oh, okay. India. On a recent road trip exploring America, we were shooting the shit and exchanging ghost stories and laughing at similarities and differences between American ghost stories and Indian ghost stories. When I asked her if she's ever experienced anything supernatural, relatively like the logic flows there. I've obviously asked my friends. I mean, I remember one time Paco and I just constantly shared stories of supernatural experiences and shit like that. Her eyes widened as she averted her eyes to the window, just when the silence was about to be too much for me, and she softly responded, Yes, a few. One is troubling. Why am I accenting? Like, why why am I putting an accent? This is fucked up. When I was a second year in college, I stayed in an all-girl hostel, and I made many friends. We were all very happy to be in school away from our conservative parents. The hostel was so much fun, but it was a very, very old building. Electricity was only put in the rooms. Sometimes candles were placed along the windows if a watchman was present. But normally, once you left the rooms, you were faced with complete darkness. It's common to wake up with someone if you needed to walk down to the restroom at the end of the hall. We all had a childish fear of being alone in the dark. One night, I had to use the restroom. It was about 4 a.m. Uh, I went to I went to my friend's bed and tapped her on the arm. She immediately opened her eyes as soon as I touched her. I apologized for bothering her and told her I needed to pee. She smiled at me and hopped out of bed. All the way down the hall, she laughed and danced. I could not see her at all, but her bangles clanked together loudly and bells on her ankles jingled softly. I'm afraid that because this is an Indian story, that's why she's wearing bangles? Like, I feel like the person who wrote this used the the fact that she's Indian as a plot device just so she can have something on her body that did jingle. I don't like that, <laughs> but it, let's just like, keep going. It's kind of it's kind of a little too stereotypical because uh, I'm pretty sure she's not sleeping with bangles on and shit like that. But anyway, I could not see her at all, but her bangles clanked together loudly and the bells in her anklets jingled softly. It was very calming. I laughed and sashayed my hips down the hallway with her too tired to watch elaborate Ah, too tired to match elaborate arm movements. She said nothing to me, though occasionally I heard her hum one of our favorite Bollywood songs. The same thing happened on our return. I fell back asleep easily. I woke up I woke up fairly late the next morning to the sound of men in our room. They surrounded her bed. 
I bolted from my bed, prepared to protect my friend when I realized they were administrators of the college. I peered over closer. My friend's lifeless eyes were fixated on my bed. The same smile on her face. Suicide. Her time of death was 11.30 p.m., almost five hours before I woke her. Creepy. Um, so, rereading this, <laughs> I don't like this that much. It is very creepy, though. Um, I don't know. Like his, I guess it's just, it bugs me that she's Indian and she happens to be wearing bangles and fucking anklets while she's asleep. You know, it's very, very you know, structured well. It's very creepy. And I get obviously what it's trying to do. She just needed to provide some sort of, or whoever wrote this needed to provide some sort of way for the, for the narrator to know that the girl, her friend was right next to her. Um, so that, you know, that bugs me, but I guess I'll have to let it go. Um, my only other thing is that she could have just died. Why did it have to be suicide? Like, you didn't have to add that part because, I don't know, like, I guess in any point in time, she, I guess, I don't know, I just, I just can't see anyone dying with a smile on their face. Like, I get, like, suicide makes sense because if you're killing yourself, you're, you're kind of, like, anticipating the relief I mean, as someone who who used to be really suicidal, you're kind of anticipating the relief, and I, I know people. I know like when you decide you're ready to kill yourself, there's a calm that washes over you because you feel like you're gonna be free, and you're happy when you actually do it. I'd imagine I haven't done it, but you're happy when you actually finally do it because you'll be you'll be free, like I said. But like actually doing it, killing yourself, I don't think the pain would like leave a smile on your face. You know, like I just. I, you know, I think it would make more sense if the girl died of, like, natural causes in her sleep and she was smiling. I, I, yeah, but suicide, I don't know. Like, I have my problems with this one, but it's still pretty decent. I think it is creepy, so yeah. So here I am just rating these fucking creepypastas for you. Um, and it seems like it was a very short podcast, and it probably is, but I've got nothing. I've got nothing. And... I have shit to do today, so, you know, I took some time out to try to give you fuckers some, some content, something for next week, so, yeah, um, I hope you guys had a great 4th of July weekend, even though by the time this gets out, it'll be, like, a week, uh, after, but, whatever, so, yeah, uh, I guess that's it, you know, let me know again if you found this interesting, entertaining, if, and let me know if you didn't. Because I gotta know if when if and when I should stop these shits. <laughs> All right. So anything and everything you can find at droppinglows.com. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash droppinglows podcast or by searching droppinglows productions on Facebook. We're on Twitter as well at droppinglows PC. It's where I'm most active. So be sure to catch me there if you need me. Um, we're also on Instagram. Milky's on Instagram. Uh, Milky's on Instagram at droppinglows. You can find them there. And also don't forget to check us out on youtube.com slash dropping loads P that's the dropping loads and the letter P and recently we haven't released this to the public, uh, at least the video itself. We did a short, well, Milky wrote and directed it and I helped her help to make it, but it's all mostly Milky. This great short that we, um, that he's been submitting to a couple of film festivals. And, uh, I just got word last night we were selected by a local independent film festival and I'm fucking hype. Like I'm ridiculously hype. So yeah, congrats to Milky on that. I'm fucking super hype. Hopefully we get it up soon for you guys to watch it yourselves. 
Also, don't forget to check out the BS Podcast Network. It's a cool network of podcasts started by the guys at Pure BS Podcast. We we're a part of. Don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the network as well at bspodcastnetwork.com. We're also on three internet radio stations. The first one is the Mix Talk. That's you can find that at themixx.fm. We're played at Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. We're also on the Revere Radio. That's R E V E R E Radio Network.com. We're played on Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern. And lastly, we're on Cornucopia Radio. That's C O R N U C O P I A hyphen Radio. That's C O the U K. We're played randomly once throughout the week, so hopefully one day you happen to tune in, you listen to us. And please don't forget our good buddy Lance Mannion. Uh, he released a book in winter called What You Don't Understand. It's free online on his website at L-A-N-C-E-M-A-N-I-O-N.com. Also, gosh, guys, I can't ask you enough. Please, please, please help me out in the best of clips. Uh, I really want to do a best of episode, but I can't, I can't sit here and be like, oh, that was a good clip, when I don't really know, like... I'm going to be biased um, to everything we talked about because I talked about it. I participated in it. So please, please, please just let me know of a topic of a conversation in a specific episode that you liked. And I'll use it in the best up episode, hopefully coming soon. If I get some suggestions, you can email me at droppinglowspodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at droppinglowspc. All right. Um, again, let me know if uh, this, worth wor- this is worth doing again. Until next time, I love dropping loads. When time goes crawling by The moon just went behind the clouds To hide its face and cry. You know, transgenders are cool and Caitlyn Jenner is cool I like it when, when, it's, when it's cool people, when it's good people <laughs> Hey everybody, it's the BS Podcast Network. I'm Ben Doris. Steven Dominguez. Be like Hano. Do all your BDSM supply shopping through the Amazon link on bspodcastnetwork.com. Yeah, remember that ball bearing he's jammed in that chick's ass? All I remember from that picture is Hano's dick sweet. <laughs> you can't buy that on Amazon, but you can buy a camera to take all of your sexy pics. bspodcastnetwork.com. Mm-hmm.